What up? How you doing today? I'm Al Deschino, known online as Christian Ninja. I'm a full-time variety Twitch streamer and online missionary using everything from silly pictures to Bible studies to video games and everything else I can think of to connect with, mentor, love, and serve the online gaming and streaming community, especially the lost, lonely, and disenfranchised who are online every day looking for a positive, open, encouraging, and meaningful online connection. Welcome to XN Shadowed, an audio version of some of the best parts of my weekly streams and YouTube videos. I hope you find this helpful and interesting, and I hope even more that it inspires you to join the discussion sometime during one of my live streams. I hope you have a great day, and here's today's clip. Uh, okay, so today, the verse of the day today, if you hit exclamation point VOD, verse of day, you'll get the verse of the day. And it is uh, it's pretty potent one. And when I when I speak, I I assume this is going to sound terrible. Okay, <laughs> I assume whoever's listening doesn't have a clue what these words mean. Okay, that's just sort of where I start. That's and I learned that when I was preaching because I go into an established church, the people that are there been in church for fifty years, and I will I would use Christianese words, right? I'd use dispensation. Or I would use um, uh, per, uh, propitiation, right? Or redemption, justification, whatever those words are. And I, I would say them. And then as when I would call out the person, I'd be like, do you know what that word means? It would be no. They've been in church forever, but because they're not studious or because that's not the word that they used or because whatever, they didn't understand the word. So I just assume you don't know. And that's where we start. And in fact, I remember when I was writing my book, uh, head over to uh, to the website and you can get that book. The otherwise, it's uh, we're going to be giving it away on Patreon once it becomes a an ebook. Then I'll just put all the the all of my books on Patreon for anybody who goes on there. That'll be that'll be where those are distributed. I'm going to take them off Amazon and everything. Anyway, but while I was writing that book, it was I remember that that I started thinking about starting processing. This is what a Christian needs to know. And then as I was talking to Christians and as I was looking into what they need to know, more and more, uh, it was, I don't understand that concept. So I had to back it up and I had to back it up and back it up to the very, very beginning of the most basic parts of the Christian faith. You know, what is church? Why is church? Who is Jesus? That kind of thing. Because people didn't know. And so um, that's where I start. And so when we look at this verse, it says, For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, mis- uh, making peace by the blood of his cross. There, it, If you know the scriptures and you, you've studied, you can kind of go, Yeah, cool verse. I totally get what that means. Easy schmeasy. Uh, but if you don't have a background in the church, or you don't understand theology, you haven't studied, or you haven't been reading the reading the Bible... And that's going to be completely mysterious, right? I, I'm I'm tempted to ask in, in the chat, you know, like, put a one if you have no clue what that means. Put a two if you get it. <laughs> Just, but I don't, I don't want to because, you know, claiming your uh, ignorance or claiming uh, your your understanding is, is always weird. So maybe don't do that. But uh, let's go through sort of word by word and we'll take a look at what it says in this verse. And again, I... I'm all about context. I want to do, I want to bring out the context, but there's a lot. So let's just kind of take it piece by piece and see what we can see here. So 
The very beginning says, for in him, that's Jesus, right? You know what? It starts with four. It, you can't you can't do a verse that starts with four without looking at context. It's illegal. Okay? The word four is a continuation word. Continuation of a an argument. Which means you gotta back up your stuff for context. Hi. Okay, let's do it. Where's my... That one. Oop. Okay. Uh, this is... This is what we see here. We're in verse 19. Yeah, 19. There we go. The preeminence of Christ. So 19 starts with four. So we have to back up to 18, which says and, which means we need to back up to 17, which says and, which means we need to back up to 14, which says four, which means we need to back up to 15 because then you get to an actual pronoun. Okay. So <laughs> if you're going to get context, you can't stop at an and or a four or a because or therefore, you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta check what the therefore is there for, as my old seminary used to say. Uh, so back up to fifteen. Let's read it together. We'll start at the start at the top, and we'll wander our way through. Um, <laughs> he is the image of the invisible God. That's Jesus. Is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. What does that mean? He's the image of the invisible God, which means that God, Jesus, is God that we can see. That's what that means. Jesus came to earth. He came in flesh. He, he tabernacled is what the uh, the book of the Gospel of John says. In other words, he, he brought a tent of flesh. He became one who we could see. All of God, everything that God is and everything God's ever been is dwelled in Jesus. You look at Jesus, you see God. He's the image, the picture, the thing we can see of the invisible God. That's what that means. The firstborn of all creation. Does that mean Jesus was born first? Does that mean he was the first creation? No. Firstborn is a positional term talking about his preeminence, his, his, he's the top. He is the, the, the one who rules it all. In other words, if, if this was a, you know, a kingdom, Jesus is the prince. God is the king. Jesus is the prince. This is the trinity thing. He is the top. He's the, the ruler. He's the one who everything points to and goes to. He's the firstborn of all creation. When he was born as in, as a human, he was fully God everything that happened to him showed the perfection of what humanity should look like, how you should react in this world, how you should be in this world. He lived perfectly. He died a human death, was crucified, and then he rose again and he exists in in heaven in a perfected form. He's the first one to do that. He gives to us who come after him, those adopted sons and daughters who are Christians, we do the same thing. We live in this world, we face sin, we have difficulty, but we screw it up, and yet we still die. And if we die in him, we get the same inheritance as the firstborn. The firstborn died, resurrected, brought brought to new life. We die, we go to heaven, our bodies are at some point later resurrected, reunited, we're in a perfected form forever. That's He just did it first, that's what that means. For by him all things were created, He's God. When God said at the very beginning, you know, let there be light, the, the the power, the word of God, which is the nickname for Jesus used in the Bible, the word of God caused these things to happen. It wasn't, he didn't go create him. He didn't grab something and mush it together. His word, his power, Jesus Christ, the God of the universe made it happen just by saying. That's why the Jesus nickname is the word of God, because he is the moving power that, that we get to see of the power of God. Good to see you, Jokoku. 
in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him, right? Through him, Jesus is God. For him, he's the firstborn. He inherits it all. That's what that means. We're talking about the preeminence of Christ. The he is He's what it's all about. He's the reason that we do everything. He's what all of our work goes to. He's what all of eternity is pointing at. He's what all of history is written about. He's what all of the, the, the Bible is talking about. Everything points to Jesus. He is preeminent. Okay, that's what it's talking about. This is what we're here for. Everything is for him. Everything is through him. And, says verse 17, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. In other words, he came first. Before there was anything, there was Jesus. He is not a created being. He is one who was with God, as God, before anything. And in him, because he is all-powerful, because he is God, his power, his God power, is holding everything together. If he left you alone, your atoms would fly apart, you, you, you wouldn't exist anymore. He literally holds the universe together through the will of his might because he is God. And it says, so what do we got? He's, he, he created everything. I mean, all the things, everything is through him. Everything is for him. He is above it all. He holds it all together. Verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church. In other words, his chosen people, the people he has come to, that he has saved, that he has brought all of the people he has brought together from every walk of life, every ration, every nation, every creed, every tongue that gathers together in the name of Jesus. He's the boss. He's the head. He's the one who gets to the point where we're going. He is the one who gives us the thoughts, gives us the idea, moves the hands. Everything is from him. He's not only the boss of the universe, he's the boss of the church. Okay? Every Christian, every church comes to him first. Not the pastor, not the board, not the denomination, not the interpretation of the scripture, not any of that. We, it is to Jesus that he is our head. It says next, he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that everything that in everything he might be preeminent. That's just what I was talking about before, that he was the one who showed how humanity would go, and he was the one who resurrected first to show us what it would look like in the end for us who believe in him. Verse 19, for, and then finally we get into our verse, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Right? So in other words, because Jesus was risen from the dead. He is our savior. He's preeminent. He's the boss. He is the most important person that everything goes to because for the reason for all of these things, why his power, because in him, in Jesus, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. In other words, he is God. When you look at Jesus, you see God, all of God, every part of God is in Jesus. He's not one God of many. He's not part of God. He's not a third of God. He's not a uh, a creation of God meant to reflect him. He's not a prophet. He's not a he's not a priest. He's not a representative. In Jesus, the fullness of God dwells. He is God. And through him to reconcile to himself all things. So what is that talking about? Reconciliation implies that there's a problem. There's a relational issue. So God created everything. Jesus created everything. It was all created through him. 
but we broke that relationship. He created humanity, humanity rejected him. He created, he created the world, the world was corrupted because of our choice. We couldn't save ourselves because we love sin too much and we can't do good deeds our way out of the curse. Therefore, he had to come save us. So through him, through Jesus, he reconciled us to himself. We couldn't save ourselves. We needed to be saved. Jesus came and saved us so that we could be reconciled back to him. Who, whether on earth or in heaven, everybody has opportunity for, for reconciliation, making peace with God, who we are currently at war with. If you're not a Christian, you're at war with God. You're an object of wrath. You're on the other team. There's only two teams, Team Jesus, Team Satan. You're on the wrong team. If, you, if you're not on Jesus. So Jesus lets you change teams if you're willing to believe in him. He makes peace. How? How does this God of the universe, the creator of all things, that we are separated from, objects of wrath, away from, the one who, who has, we, we've destroyed the relationship. How does he reconcile us? Does he just make it happen? Does he just decide that we no longer need to be uh, punished? Does, no, he says, it's by making peace by the blood of his cross. We are reconciled. We're made peace with God. He is a peacemaker between us and God because he died in our place, taking the punishment for our sin, taking God's wrath on our behalf. All that we were due as God's enemy, he took and he offers us his righteousness. He offers us salvation. He says, I'll take all of the punishment for you if you want me to. That way, we work our way backwards, right? That way, we've been made peace. Gee, we believe in Jesus, the blood of Jesus shed on the cross for us in our place. That means we have peace with God. Everybody, earth and heaven, everybody has the opportunity to have peace with God because Jesus is God. Jesus is the one who is fully human. He's the only one who could do it. And he did. That's why we worship. It's a big deal. This is a huge deal. And and if you can grasp this concept, and that's why we're talking, that's why I'm talking about the importance of, of the words, right? Uh, we look at here, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether in earth and heaven. Now you know what that means, right? In Jesus, holy God, he did the work to reconcile us to himself, to the Father, through his blood shed on the cross, the worst death humanity has ever conceived the worst form of torture ever ever conceived he went through it for our sake not because he deserved it he was perfect he did it for us therefore we worship therefore we obey therefore we give him our preeminence we give him worship we call him lord him boss him creator he gets our allegiance above all not only because he died for us and loves us but because he he is God. That's what it means to be a Christian. That's why we take it so seriously. And that is the motivator for everything we do. He's the boss. He's God. He loves us. Save us. And that's it for today. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you love gamers and streamers and online content creators, or you have a heart for the lonely, lost, and broken people who are untouchable by traditional ministries, but they spend so much time online looking for hope, help, and connection, and you want to help me keep bringing the love of God to them full time, it would be amazing if you'd support me on Patreon. Your support is what allows me to serve this unique people group on the forefront of global missions. If you want to check out my books and other content, look at my website at artofthechristianninja.com. And of course, I live stream on Twitch Monday to Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'd love to see you there. We do some serious stuff. We do some silly stuff and a little bit of everything in between. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. And I really do hope to see you on the live stream soon. Bye.